0: This is the Braither Point. Our republic is fallen, but the revolution to restore it has begun. How do we do it? Not with demonic Democrats and Republican rats holding Zoom hearings with ludicrous liars like Lincoln and Miley, who do nothing but talk, while off camera, they are paid off. Not Austin the coward, too afraid to even appear before Congress' con show. Not with CIA, FBI, and State Department who murder and rape children and import fellow cartel and Taliban pedos to do the same. Instead, look to those who did and died, who served and sacrificed, and are again. Remember, NYFD Chief Palmer and Fire Marshal Buka who understood the danger, ran into the towers, and died there so that others may live. Remember Tom Burnett, Mark Bingham, Todd Beamer, and Jeremy Glick, who gathered intel, made a plan, said the Lord's Prayer, then shouted their war cry, let's roll, and counterattacked on Flight 93. Remember Jeremy's mother-in-law, who told his wife Liz, make him brave. Remember Liz telling him, you are brave, you are strong, you should do this, then, having sent her husband to her death, went into the bathroom to throw up. Remember Rick Raskola, Brit, then American paratrooper, survivor of the I trying battle who predicted the 9-11 air attack, evacuated almost as many as were lost, and then died going back to save more. Remember the firefighters who responded unasked nationwide and sacrificed their lives and health, rescuing the living and recovering the dead from the ruins. Remember real Avengers, ODAs 595 and 555, who inserted deep behind enemy lines in Afghanistan with no QRF. Look to Dakota Myers, who disobeyed orders to rescue fallen Marines and received the Medal of Honor. Look to my friend, wounded SEAL Jason Redman and Green Beret Major Jim Gant, now back in, re- in, in Afghanistan rescuing Americans, Biden left to die. Resist Rebel, refuse, and revolt the traitors and all of their rules and ruses. Emulate our heroes, dead and alive. The way is hard, but true, and so must we become. I'm a retired SOCOM soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent, targeted by the deep state-turned-whistleblower, now your intelligence officer, repurposed as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth-teller. New mission, restore our fallen republic objective, defeat the deep state, means, expose fake news, tools, truth, discernment, and free will, attention, deep state Dems, rhinos, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and all traitors and enemies, foreign and domestic. Your masks won't silence us. Your shutdowns won't stop us. Your riots don't scare us. You're not as disciplined as the British. You're not as organized as the Germans. You're not as fierce as the Imperial Japanese. And you're not as brutal as ISIS. We beat them all. You're next. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. If you haven't yet, please go to jeffreyprather.com, J E F F R E Y, P R A T H R.com. Lots of good stuff, such as uh, Faraday bags, uh, sat phones. There you can get your uh, survival food at Prather Deal. Satellite phone rather at praetherdeal.com, uh, survival food at praetherprepsupply.com. Uh, uh, in the uh, praetherprepsupply.com, they're offering an unheard of $250 uh, discount there because of all the food processing plants, farms, and uh, de- being destroyed and all the rails being destroyed uh, as well. Uh, and uh, really breaking lots of stories today. Uh, But first, I guess my guest is not going to be able to make it. That's Monica Smith uh, out of Australia. And she is the uh, sponsor and founder of the Global Walkout that started September 4th, 8 p.m. London time. And uh, she is at reignitedemocracy.com.au that you can sign up. I have posted all of this on my Patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather on uh, jeffreyprather.locals.com, on Twitter, on Truth Social, uh, Facebook, Telegram, all of which uh, I am on, and you should be on too. But this is a great movement, something that uh, Team America, Team Global Freedom was trying to develop, but Monica has done a much better job. And I was introduced to Monica through uh, Jeff Brain at CloudHub, a great patriot uh, and friend uh, as well. And this is simply to walk out uh, on the global elite and all of their schemes, uh, World Economic Forum, uh, and have no truck with them. Do not do anything with them. Ignore them uh, completely. Uh, And I see her trying to come on. So I will see if I can get her uh, on here. Uh, Hi, Monica, are you there? Um. Not getting Monica there. So we'll see if we can get her back. She's. She told me she would have trouble uh, getting on. Oh, there she is. Let's see if, uh, hi Monica, can you hear me? Freezing up, are you there? She was telling me she would be having a lot of trouble. Uh, so doesn't appear to be working. Not much I can do about that except um, to honor and praise her efforts uh, about um, all of this. But it uh, doesn't seem to be uh, working there. I'm going to take her off there for now and see if we can uh, get her uh, back on there. Uh, but again, uh the uh, the movement that she is heading is the global walkout, and that is just to walk away from all of the attempted global masters. and that's at reignitedemocracy.com.au. And she is uh, quite the hero for doing that. Uh, she has been imprisoned uh, and she is fighting. you know Australia is now Auschwitz up. So she left. We'll see if we can get her uh, back here shortly. But I encourage you to sign up uh, and participate by simply walking out on all of this. Uh, And she has uh, YouTube videos up uh, as well. Uh, And you can go there to reignitefreedom.com. And the global walkout started September 4th at 8 p.m. London time. And that is uh, a unified pushback against the globalist agenda. One step at a time, hand in hand, we will work out uh, walk out of the society that they are trying to enslave us. And that is so true, uh, so important. Uh, so sorry that she couldn't make it. Maybe she'll come back on. We'll try and get her back on here. In fact, maybe I'll give her a ring and see if we can talk to her uh, that way. Maybe that'll work um, here. Uh, um, so let me see if I can reach her uh, by phone there. So uh, again, just want to salute her efforts and I really wanted to have her on, uh, but things are difficult. Things are always difficult. Uh, Signal ringing, not much less happening here, but okay. So uh, that connection is not coming through, unfortunately. Uh, And so other breaking uh, news, it's really important. Uh, I have intelligence indicating that the corrupt DOJ via the FBI will soon indict uh, Trump, regardless uh, of their failures uh, and their cover ups. Of course, there's a lot of issues uh, with the um, indictment. Uh, So many. uh, Just a little bit from uh, Team America headquarters uh, legal is the DOJ response uh, is replete with conclusory statements, uh, completely absent facts devoid of actual facts, who, facts, who, what, where, when contain mostly accusations and unqualified legal conclusions. And the DOJ excuse of of, uh, alleged in the DOJ opposition uh, to obstruction uh, is um, uh, Reinhardt uh, concluded revealing information could impede the ongoing investigation through obstruction of justice, could impede, not will, could or would should. This is not how you uh, write these things. But again, their corruption makes them uh, incompetent. And the probable cause that the investigation had developed, an investigation does not develop probable cause. Probable cause exists without being manufactured during an investigation. Uh, This is all very true. It should have been Uh, that probable cause existed rather than determined, probable cause was shown to exist. This is all obfuscation and fabrication, Uh, and there is no precedence for this. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's a judicial system being driven uh, by um, by fake uh lawyers Trump had a lawful right to declassify and retain anything he had although with the Clinton servers she did not so this is totally selective uh prosecution and this is um there's not they are suggesting this is going to head towards violence uh the, again I'm not advocating anything illegal or moral unethical or violent but Uh, That is the final option, the last resort. The the doctrine of lesser magistrates and sheriffs is also a last defense, but we're having trouble getting that going um, as well. Uh, But we will work on getting a prearranged legal counsel for all of this um, as well. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that just want to talk and not really uh, do. But intelligence is indicating that the corrupt DOJ via the corrupt FBI will soon indict Trump. Indictment is a cover for the CIA-Iran gate crimes of Obama, uh, sending all that cash um, and plenty of other crimes uh, as well. Uh, however, the main indictment um, objective is not conviction, but cover. It will never result in conviction. It didn't result in, uh, well, they never even charged me, uh, but it didn't result in uh, Flynn's conviction, although there are still cases out there, and some of them are interesting to look at um, and concerning, where he was signing up to do work with foreign governments and admitted uh, such, but the deep state will activate Blantifa, Black Lives Matter and Antifa-staged riots, just like before, false flag as a MAGA response as on January 6th, and the paid and planned Blantifa riots will then trigger the Biden regime response to maintain control regardless of election or vote fraud so that they can control the vote. In fact, so the, the last time they used COVID, social distancing, all this stuff uh, as the way to cheat the vote. This time they're going to use uh, Blantifer riots to bring about civil war or federal um, control so that they can control the voting. The response to the stage riots by DOJ, DHS, with National Guard support will be akin uh, to the January 6th uh, plan. uh, And everybody should get ready for that and prepare for that. Obviously a non-violent, non-kinetic response will further build resistance. And uh, the walk away, the global walk away movement is perfect uh, for this. Simply don't participate in their schemes. So that's out to Team America and Team Global Freedom. And we are uh, working on that. That's why I was putting out last week um, that uh, to my fellow FBI 1811s, uh, it's telling them to stand up and uh, stand up as whistleblowers uh, as well, and that's going out in my latest um, intel summary as well uh, that you can get when you register at JeffreyPratherLocals.com for free, or you can sign up for nine dollars a month, or you can go to Patreon for five, fifteen, or twenty-five dollars uh, a month. I just posted my uh, Sunday sermon from the Christ Connection Chaplaincy. It's also on Facebook at Christ Connection Chaplaincy, talking about how, they're, how they are using uh, GRIN, genetics, robotics, information, nanotechnology, mRNA to corrupt the seed as in Genesis and in Revelations as well to corrupt the whole world yet again, resulting in the Nephilim and Gibberin. And as Yeshua said, it will be as in the days of Noah. A pretty deep dive on that. A lot of people uh, really like that. But as an example, uh, Enfield, uh, North Carolina, Mayor Mondale Robinson had asked Governor Roy Cooper to declare a state of emergency. Oh, uh, so Monica is saying here, uh, so sorry, my internet is playing up again. I had a computer guy come yesterday, it was working perfectly. Uh, let's see if I can call her yet again, see if I can get her on the phone uh, from Australia at 6 a.m. there, uh, maybe, uh, but anyway, uh, he's asking for uh, North Carolina to declare a state of emergency. If you don't know, Fort Bragg, uh, home of SOCOM, 82nd Airborne uh, right is uh, right there uh, as well. Uh, she's not answering. Uh, so I'll ask her to try calling, uh, we'll see if she is able to uh, do that. So they want to declare a state of emergencies and that's, uh, because they knocked down, uh, some statues, uh, and so last week, disturbing letters showed up at their home at the se- uh, several homes in Enfield shortly after, uh, a monument, uh, to a Confederate monument, uh, was removed. And these letters encouraged Raiders to pray for white people and promoted a group called the Loyal White uh, Knights. So, <clears throat> prayer uh, for white people and Loyal White Knights sounds like uh, Ku Klux Klan. Doesn't sound like any alert, uh, but of course, this is the deep state. They're going to import their Azov Nazis. They are doing that through the Patriot Front. I've already said that. Oh, there we are. I think we got her again. Let's see. Hi, Monica. Are you there? Are you there? Uh, Not. Can you hear me? Nope. Not there. Oh, here she comes now. Let's see here. Hi, Monica. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. It's just not working for me. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no problem. Let's just do this by phone. So I put up... uh, dot uh, reignitedemocracy.com and i've been uh, telling your story but i would rather you tell it that you you're the founder of this and you have gone to jail for this and you're standing up for this so uh, welcome to the podcast and go ahead and uh speak tell tell everybody about it
1: no worries okay i'll just put my headphones in so it might be a little bit better sound hang on a second all right can you hear me all right now yes Great. Okay. Well, where do I start? Do you, <laughs> do you want me to talk about... Okay, so Reignite Democracy Australia is... Uh, uh, I started that in, in August 2020, uh, so near the beginning of all of this, I guess. And, um, you know, since then, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, really its main focus is to try to bring, bring people together, but also to uh, give people actionable things that they can do to make them feel like they're, you know, at least uh, working towards the end goal, which is obviously... Um, you know, to get rid of the overreaching uh, governments and and obviously tyranny and things like that that's happening in Australia. But I don't know how much your audience knows about what we went through here. Have you uh, covered that quite a bit on your show before?
0: I have, but please go ahead. You're there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, um, I'm from Victoria, which is Melbourne, Australia, Australia. And uh, we have the Daniel Andrews government here. And we had the... Longest lockdown in the world, from what I, from what I, from what I know, and so there was a four-month period where we were basically locked in our homes, more or less. So there was um, a five-kilometer radius, which is about two miles. You couldn't leave your house for more than two miles, basically, um, unless it was deemed essential by the government. Uh, there was an eight PM curfew, so uh, you couldn't. Leave the house after eight pm, um, and you couldn't exercise more than an hour, which I don't know how anyone could police that. They couldn't, of course, uh, but it was there anyway, and uh, so it was really traumatic, actually. And um, you know what? Uh, what was really hard as well as the the protests. Um, it was they were so peaceful. Uh, of course, people were angry, but. Uh, the, the protest was was absolutely peaceful, um, but the police would actually antagonise the protesters, uh, which is uh, which is really really interesting to see. And
0: uh, the violence always came from the police, of course. And um, you know the, there was
1: situations where you know children were pepper sprayed and um, rubber bullets, which are quite quite big, like uh, you know four or five sort of centimetres um, in diameter, rubber bullets shot at protesters who were literally just holding their phone camera like videotaping something so you know you, you kind of don't come back from that very quickly uh, jeff but um you know so we went we went through all of that um but now obviously things are a bit different uh things that you know there's a bit of a lull in the in the tyranny and there's there's it's like that all over the world i guess but uh in the background they are obviously trying to bring in you know digital identity legislation um there's digital identity for businesses, there's there's, there's things coming in um, and really the climate change is probably the next problem I, I, I see happening here for us anyway. Uh, they're already talking about, you know, banning cars, uh, petrol cars and all this sort of stuff. So I just wonder when they'll start restricting movement because of climate change. But anyway, that's, that's that. Um, but that's pretty much the, st- oh, I guess, prison. Um, yeah, so just in case your audience don't know, so I was charged with incitement, which is, incitement is meant to be for, you know, if I was to, if I was to encourage you to commit a crime, I would be culpable for that crime too, um, in a way. But the thing is, is that breaking the COVID restrictions is only a fine. It's only a summary offence. So it's not a crime It's not a criminal offence. So I was charged with inciting people to break the COVID restrictions, which for some reason, all of a sudden makes that a criminal offence, which is crazy. But, um, so the reason I spent 22 days in jail was not because of the charges themselves, but because of the bail conditions. So um, they gave me bail uh, that I, I could have signed. Uh, but in that bail condition, firstly, they wanted me to be home by 7pm every every night and, and not leave until 6am in the morning. And I'm still on bail because um, it's been a year now and I'm still on bail. So imagine being stuck in your home 7pm every night for a year for, for nothing um, so there was that but also they wanted me to delete everything on my website that imposed opposition to the COVID restrictions so not things that were encouraging people to break them the COVID restrictions just speaking in opposition to the COVID restrictions which is you know, very communistic in nature, of course, and I also couldn't speak against the COVID restrictions, uh, just in normal conversation, even at home, for example. Um, so I, I didn't sign those bail conditions. That's why I went to prison, and we uh, waiting for the appeal of the bail conditions themselves. When we went to appeal. Um, all, the, all those bad ones got taken away. I am still on bail, but it's, it's, it's really quite, it's not, not impactful on my life at the moment at all. Um, but, yes, yeah, so 22 days in solitary confinement because I wouldn't take a PCR test. <laughs> so 22 days there. Then I um, got out, and I was free to continue my work, I guess, and it's been a year since then. And, really, they, they tried to silence me um, by by trying to, you know, put these incitement charges on me, but did the complete opposite uh, because, you know, it, it gave people some uh, inspiration uh, to that someone was, was, was willing to do that. Um, I don't have children, so I had the ability to, to kind of put it all on the line like that. Um, most recently, and I'm nearly finished this story, is um, I pled not guilty to incitement because I wanted to see it all the way through. I wanted to go to trial and, and air all the way, the ways that they've treated us, the terrible ways. Um, so I pled not guilty, and then they, they tried a little harder. And they they got a a warrant out um, asking me to give over all my passwords for all the applications in the phones that they had seized when they arrested me. So they wanted my password for Google Docs, Google Drive, Google Maps, um, all my administration emails, which have a lot of private emails from individuals, doctors, lawyers, etc., they wanted access to all of it, and uh, if I didn't give it to them, it was a, a potential five years in jail, which is even more than the original crime they wanted the warrant for. Anyway, clearly they needed to prove something. They didn't have enough, or, or they just wanted access to as much of my data as possible. But anyway, um, I appealed that, lost it, but then I actually decided to just say no. I said, look, if I have to go back to prison, I'll go back to prison, but I'm not giving you this uh, this private information, because no one would ever want to email me me again you know that they would you know that it would be terrible for for what I do Um, I have seven staff you know and uh, they they would all be out of a job if no one would email or call us so anyway a week after I said no to that they just dropped the charges so all that drama and uh, it was really just a, a form of intimidation they didn't actually want to go to trial at all they just wanted my data and they wanted to um Get me to admit guilt to something that wasn't that I wasn't guilty of. So anyway, that's the story.
0: Uh, That's up to state. Well, that's amazing, and you are a brave hero, uh, and I'm so impressed uh, and honored to have you. And I've uh, posted all your stuff Um, uh, with the uh, Australian government. There's been I my research shows 37.8 million vaccine doses have been administered since November 7th, 2021. Uh, and there are 78,880 adverse events linked to vaccinations. And there's a portal that is uh enabled people to claim damages. At least 10,000 people have registered to make this claim. How does that impact uh, uh, what you are trying to accomplish?
1: Yeah, well, I think the actual numbers of doses, you know, I like to think that they're lying about that. Yeah. Um, just because it seems like 90, they say 95% of people are double vaccinated and it just doesn't seem realistic to me. I just know that there was a lot of percent out there, but, um, you know, even if it's true, um, yes, it's, it's been really bad. Um, everyone knows everyone who, everyone knows someone who has had an adverse reaction and things like that. How does it impact what I do? Well, you know, a lot of people have contacted us saying, we wish we'd listened to you. Um, you know, we wish we hadn't called you crazy because my mum just died after having the vaccine or, or something along those lines. So a lot of people are waking up because of the coercion. And I'm not sure if your uh, audience knows, but uh, the, the vaccine was mandated to work full stop in Victoria. We're talking every, every type of employment in the whole state. <laughs> so... And now they've been lifted about five or six months later. So we were saying hold the line was our was our campaign. You know, just just hold the line for a few months, and they won't be able, they won't be able to keep it up because they just won't. And um, it's true they they haven't kept it up. And now people are people are able to work without any vaccinations. Some private companies have still mandated it, but they will be open to lit- litigation down the track. I'm sure they don't have the government to sort of depend on on that for that. But um, yeah, it, it is actually waking people up. The adverse reactions
0: is what I would say to that. And, and what are you trying to accomplish uh, with the, the global walkout that started uh, eight pm London time, September fourth?
1: Yes, which I think was a bit of a confusion because London time is, is an hour out of the GMT time. But anyway, I'm sorry about that confusion for anyone out there. Um, what is so? There's the, the three. There's three missions. Well, the global sorry, the global walkout in itself. Um, is an is is an initiative um, done by Reignite Freedom, which has its own mission. But the global walkout in itself, look, it's really about slowly disconnecting from the conveniences of globalism. Basically, what I what we've a lot of people have realised is that we've actually subscribed to globalism um, over the last few decades, I guess, by um, accepting all the conveniences of all the, the tapping and the swiping and the, you know, just everything um, online and, uh, you know, pay, buying everything from, from these big corporations that obviously are mostly owned by the two big companies, BlackRock and Vanguard. And we've all just been uh, running around enjoying those conveniences. And, and now we're, we're, we don't like the globalists now, right? So, and uh, we realise what they what they're trying to do, and we've we've had a taste of what they what they're trying to do. So I feel like one of the only successful ways to actually uh, stop caring what they do, or, or even try to make them obsolete in our in our in our lives, is to stop enjoying the things that they provide us more or less. Now I don't mean that everyone should live under a rock. That's definitely not what I'm saying. It's within it's within uh, it's within the boundaries of what you're capable of. Um, but you know I think. Uh, the last two and a half years have been really strong with the protest movement, and I think it's been really amazing and beautiful, but I just think it's time for a, 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 cha- a, a new idea. And so uh, once a week, every week, uh, there will be a small step to take, and it's it's all about raising awareness and also empowering ourselves. So a particular step might not change the uh, the back, well, might not affect the back pockets of the globalists, but it might empower the individual who's going to then go on and make all the difference to this for example so this week uh in case your audience doesn't know it's uh the the step is to only use cash this week but on top of that there's a little little card that we've that we've designed uh that you can print out at home and cut the a4 piece of paper into 10 little cards and every time you pay with cash you just give them this little card it's really non-confrontational it's not divisive cash is not divisive just yet um so actually, so far my experience out shopping has been extremely positive, and then I've been uh, you know reading the comments from people, and um, they're saying that they're really able to open up dialogue about a lot of other things just with this little piece of paper. So every week it's going to be something different, and there'll probably be an element of activism to that. And When I say activism, I mean a way to connect with people. So uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the global walkout in a
0: nutshell. So this week is pay with cash only, and we're, so i've been on your sites uh signed up where where do they does everybody find these site these steps
1: yeah so it is on the website in the top right hand corner it says walk out steps but um yeah i might consider making it a bit more obvious if you're asking thank you um yeah so it's there um so the first step is is, def- is there and then the all the steps will actually just be um updated on that particular page but also we we email everyone that's signed up as well. Um, and of course on all of our socials.
0: Okay. Well that sounds that sounds excellent. That's brilliant, I think. Um, you know, we were trying to do something like that with Team America and Team Global Freedom, uh, but you are way far ahead of us. Uh, so that goes through this week and then next week, what's the next step? Oh well, you know, I can't, I can't tell you because then you know it needs to be Okay. You know, but
1: it is, yeah. uh it's, it's, oh, I mean, look, it's got to do with um, it's got to do with with
0: supporting local business. No, local no, 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 that's fine. Like Don't. That, yeah. I'm not. I'm just yeah. trying to get with the program and catch up to all your great work. <laughs> Sorry uh, about yeah. that. Oh,
1: no, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, no, I really appreciate it. And uh, a lot of people have had this idea, um, and and uh, you know, so it's just nice to get it out there, and so that people can actually start doing it. And um, yeah, so. Yeah, I've had a lot of people say, oh, I wanted to do this, too. I wanted to do this, too. So I'm glad that it's happening.
0: So it's reignitedemocracy.com and, and the other website?
1: Actually, no, sorry. So, yeah, no, it's actually Reignite
0: is,
1: is the organization that's initiated it. And globalwalkout.com
0: is its own website as well. Globalwalkout.com and reignitefreedom.com. Okay. Uh, I've got those uh, up as well. Sorry about that. And this week is to just use cash and also print out the cards. And, and as you hand over the cash for the transaction, hand over the card with a, a call to action there and a message of solidarity. That's brilliant. That's uh great, excellent. What, what else do you want everybody to know? Well,
1: actually I'll just let you know the card actually is the card is, is aimed at people not like us at all. So it's uh, it's very simple and it's just got four dot points as to why cash is important. So it's actually not it's not really a call to action. It's more like a little education thing. And then on the website, on the card, it's got uh, keepcashalive.com and it just redirects to an article that is... Really, why is cash important for dummies, basically? It's uh, it's the simplest possible way that you could explain. It's in dot point form. So the idea is is that a clerk who knows nothing about globalism at all can go there and be like, oh, that makes sense. I think we should keep cash alive. You know, that's the idea. Uh, what else? So reignite freedom is, um, that's going to end up being a tool for people to um, look up who's in their area in terms of uh, groups and communities. So if there is someone in uh, whatever state you're in, um, let's say you're in Texas, for example, you could actually go onto the Reignite Freedom website and find all the community groups and the activist groups in Texas, for example, and you can connect with them. So that's coming in the next week or so. It's taking a long time to put together. But what's what's really um, crucial as well is that, um, that Reignite Freedom is collaborating with now over 200, uh, over 200 organisations and individuals who are in this site have, have filled out, you know, a 25 minute form, um, and you know, science so it's, it's pretty legitimate um, to actually work together. So we're, we're in different departments, and we're all having meetings um, on a regular basis. And I really think that's going to be really powerful um, in terms of bringing um, local initiatives to a global level, because there's so many countries that are doing such amazing things, but imagine if we can replicate some of those things on a global scale um it could be very very powerful so it's going to take a few weeks for everyone to get to know each other or i would say maybe even a month or two but the collaborations are definitely um happening already and so that that's really part of the global walkout uh, without them behind without them working together uh nothing's going to work and i think that's the whole point i think unity is crucial and over the last two and a half years. People do say, "Oh, if only we could just unite," and they're, they're right. But in reality, it's harder than harder than people might think to bring together all these strong opinion, opinionated, and minded people who uh, believe in freedom and doing whatever they want. So, <laughs> it's hard to bring those people together. Um, but I, but the the idea of having the globalists as the centre problem, which they are, that COVID is just a symptom of that. So so is climate change, or monkeypox, or digital ID. But if we actually Are working directly to try to affect the globalists. Well, everyone can agree on that. All the freedom movements can agree on that point, at least. So that's why I'm hoping that it it creates a barrier, not a barrier, it breaks down the barriers between some groups in some countries that may have been in fighting in the past because you know that's happening all over. Um, And from from my reports, it seems like that is already happening. Um, And it's just really beautiful to see these people coming together. For a common cause, and the global walkout is just one initiative. But obviously, down the track, will be um, so the steps can actually incorporate other initiatives for that other countries are doing really successfully. So um, you know, it's going to be really diverse. So yeah, that's pretty much everything. And I, I, I'll just finish on one thing, Jeff, Sorry, if you don't mind, um, with the whole prison stuff and and you know me being brave, I, I can see why someone might might say that. But really, I'm actually not. I'm not any different than anyone else. The, the only difference is is that. I I'm a believer of God, and I, and I feel like um I've got I've been given some particular type of skills. Whether you believe in God or not, I've been given skills by the universe, if that's the case. And um I just listened to my intuition, and I just followed followed my gut, or I followed what God said. And to be honest, the bail conditions made it so easy for me to say no. There was really no gray area there. Um, so it was easy for me to kind of say no. And like I said, because I have no children, I have the ability to maybe do a little bit, a little bit more crazy things than other people. So, um, everyone has the ability to, to go that extra mile within their own lives, within their own skills and abilities and things like that. I was just given that opportunity. And to be, to be honest, I'm blessed to have that opportunity because I was able to stand up for Australia in that moment. And it felt really good to do that. So it was worth every day. Um, and uh, I, it wasn't as hard. It just wasn't that hard, actually. Uh, it was quite relaxing in there. To, we could use another break, maybe in prison. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, no one was expecting me to post anything or do anything. You know, it was, it was really relaxing. Um, but, yeah, so I, I just wanted to make the point that everyone can be brave in their own lives. It just it might not be as public or, or all that. But um, I'm actually not that special. I just
0: had that opportunity.
1: So I just wanted to say that.
0: Well, that is, I I, th- I still think you're brave. And, you know, I always think about, you know, the the, the men were too too scared to go to the tomb. It was the ladies uh, that went and were the first uh, witnesses to the resurrection because the guys were too scared. And I see that happening now all the time. And that's really impressive. I also think that if you look at a, a globe, you'll see why this is so crucial uh, where Australia sits. Uh you know, in relation to uh, China and the uh, Indo-Pacific region where everything is going on. And of course, Australia has always been a great ally um, uh, in the fight for freedom and because of you is again. So I uh, really salute and honor you and I'll be following your work. And I'm going to um, look up those uh, points. And also I'll say right now that I will uh, commit uh, Team Global Freedom and Team America to working with you right now here. Um, and so we will do what we can. We're in about 24 countries. Uh, we're in all 50 states. Uh, we've got over 44,000 folks. Uh, and so uh, we will commit to working with you and supporting uh, your effort and the global walkout and the Reignite for Freedom. So thank you so much. i um, any uh and so again thank it's you. reignitefreedom.com and globalwalkout.com uh, correct Yes
1: yes and just, you can um you can uh, replicate whatever the step is in your own words um you know on, on your show every week you know so it's no one's uh no one owns anything
0: yeah no one owns the steps or anything so you know you just do what you want with it We'll do we'll do well thank you so much you um you to tame america Yeah yeah <laughs> No, so so appreciative and Thank so you, impressed. Sir. Thank you so much. God bless. All right. God bless you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, okay, so that was uh, Monica Smith of um, globalwalkout.com, uh, um, ign- uh, reignitefreedom.com. Those are up uh, on my Patreon and locals as well. And again, that's the perfect response to the FBI trying to uh, indict Trump And then trying to have false flag riots like that, just like they did uh, on January 6th, where I just post reposted the guys changing uh, uh, under the tree and putting on their stuff. And the guy saying, hey, we got to have this stuff. Uh, That's exactly uh, what's going on. Uh, And then that they will then bring about some martial law. Uh, I already talked about how uh, the military is going to be involved in the elections. Uh, The U.S. Postal Service strike team is going to be involved uh, in the elections. All of that um, happening, a lot going on. Uh, but uh, interestingly enough, we are having a real effect. Uh, and uh, the Gateway Pundit has reported the FBI doctored the Mar-a-Lago photo uh, and created a fake crime scene, which is something I always say: is the FBI doesn't investigate crimes; they manage crimes by adding their own documents uh, to the scene. And of course, this is uh, illegal. Uh, and the Daily Mail said Trump kept frame time cover of uh, enemies knocking at his window, including documents marked top secret and those based on human intelligence. Of course, I'm always talking about human because all intelligence is really uh, human. And so they delineate these. But this this is funny because uh, this comes right after uh, right after on the same day of my interview on Variety on TV, the of Point Show live with the great uh, journalist George Webb and they actually quote George uh, uh, word for word. And I've seen this over and over and I don't care who gets credit, Um, although eventually there'll be a George Webb uh, journalism award. Uh, But they know the FBI wanted to make this look like a crime scene because at the bottom of the photo, there is the number 2A indicating this was a crime scene photo, as well as a type of tape measure across the bottom of the photo. Uh, So they staged all of this. And that is very true. They are doing influence operations. They are shaping the narrative, shaping the battle space. Uh, And of course, everybody has seen this photo now. We've analyzed it. We've talked about it. But the FBI inserted documents into the photo. The cover sheets in the photo that were red, yellow, brown were inserted by the FBI. They are the FBI's cover sheets. Um, We know various reasons because the FBI didn't need cover sheets because he had declassified all the documents, which is very true. POTUS has uh, ultimate declassification uh, authority. And if you look closely at the photo, the document right above the 2A is folded back. The the papers are stapled together as they should be. If you look at the batch you see already there was a cover sheet on that document says, please store in. That's the real uh, cover sheet. But the red, yellow, brown cover sheets were inserted. Uh, If you look closely at the yellow cover sheets, they are paper clipped to the documents. It's exactly what George Webb uh, was saying on the Prather Point on Brighton TV on uh, Friday. Also, the front cover sheet in brown showing SCI says the following wording. Handling, storage, reproduction, and distribution of the attached document must be in accordance with the applicable executive orders, statutes, and agency implementing regulations. This document was inserted. The FBI inserted this to indicate That the agency implementing regulations, i.e., the DOJ, is involved in the maintenance of these records. This is not the case. The president has the right to documents that are his. Uh, This is by law. Uh, They are his property, and an inserted document saying something different is simply not true. They are shaping the narrative. Plus, the photo was altered or photoshopped after it was taken. Remember. In Oregon, the FBI drone had the wrong date uh, on it. Uh, throughout the pictures, there are sections in white. It would be proper for the FBI to take pictures and then add paper to cover up classified. However, we know that these white sections are redactions in the photo. And of course, this is what they are always controlling. And this is uh, this app came out through uh, George Webb on the Brighton TV Prayther Point last Friday. Uh, redone by Paul Sperry uh, with uh, Gateway Pundit. And, you know, we've seen all this uh, before, uh, but it's great to be uh, uh, imitated and repeated. Uh, And so there is a major discrepancy between the detailed property and inventory. Now, this is new, I think, from Sperry. uh, Filed with the court and the inventory receipt the FBI gave Trump's attorney the day of the search. Nowhere on the detailed inventory sheet does it list documents with top secret SCI secret compartmented information documents, as it states on the item 2A of the receipt. The photo of 2A item shows cover sheets with top secret SCI secret compartmented information. On the, yet again, the de- detailed inventory does not account for the SCI material. For anybody who has handled evidence, and I've handled a lot of evidence—drug evidence, non-drug evidence—you uh, know, 100 kilos of cocaine. Uh, 10,000 pounds of marijuana, guns, uh, all of this, Uh, the handling of the evidence of the chain of custody of the evidence is crucial. Uh, That's why Fast and Furious was so bad because the ATF ran guns with no way to recover them, to wall them off. If you sell dope to somebody undercover, you've got to take the dope off and you've got to put it into evidence and you've got to have it analyzed for the trial. Uh, and the ATF didn't do that in Fast and Furious, the FBI haven't done this here. So the descriptions of documents found at Mar-a-Lago, a a super secret SCI is suddenly missing from the detailed property inventory. The DOJ filed with the court August 30. In the court, it doesn't match. So as I said, they would plant evidence, I predicted, uh, and I said this would fail. It's already failing uh, now. And this is the FBI attorney. Christina Bob uh, uh, did this and fi- and failed to uh, handle this correctly. So that is very very significant uh, in uh, what is happen- happening happening, uh, and very cool that we got that out um, before um, anybody else, and that the Gateway pundit is picking that up. Uh, very good news, really important news um, in Prague. So again, Australia is important because it's close to. Uh, Japan, China, Indo-Pacific uh, region—that's uh, why uh, they went so hard uh, after Australia to shut it down, uh, and they have endured so much. But uh, Europe is also very important because of Ukraine, which is failing, and Prague uh, and Prague, Czech, Prague, Czechoslovakia. The Czechs have always been a great people. In 1968, they said, hey, we've reached the final stage of communism, Soviet Union, we don't need you anymore. Soviet Union brought in uh, tanks. Uh, That's the famous uh, Czechoslovakian 1968 black book. Again, I've posted details of this uh, on my Patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather and Jeffrey Prather.locals.com. But on Saturday in Prague, there was a 70,000 protest in Wenceslas Square. Good King Wenceslas, you know, Christmas. Uh, same place that they did the 1968 protest, and they are protesting all of the higher prices uh, because of uh, Putin shutting down uh, the gas and oil pipeline. Remember, uh, under Obama, Putin went in and took the friendship pipeline uh, uh, that goes south to west, south, uh, north to south, and so he has shut that off. Uh, and prices are skyrocketing. Winter is coming, uh, and they are against that this time. Even though they were very virulently uh, anti-Soviet Union, uh, they are now protesting their own uh, government about this uh, completely because it's all a fraud. Um, uh, meanwhile, Zelensky. Uh, was in New York ringing uh, the stock exchange bell at the New York Stock Exchange. He's pitching investors on Ukraine. So kind of confusing that is middle of a war needs uh, billions of dollars of weapons, so much so that we're depleting our own stocks. Green Berets, Grousin, that they're handing over uh, their own weaponry. Uh, keeps sending more and more uh, weapons and money to Ukraine. And now, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky uh, uh, on the stock exchange, asking investors to support Ukrainian national product projects. Uh, he's pitching investors on the world's largest stock exchange, requesting they support his promotional campaign, looking to attract investors into the nation's uh, projects. Well, this is really corporation cartel corruption and control by transnational corporations. Uh, just like transnational uh, cartels of drug running drugs and running people. And this is what this has become. There's this government uh, corporate um, evil now. Uh, I, uh, Eisenhower warned about the military industrial complex. It's now really the government uh, corporate uh, cartel uh, biotech media complex now uh, as well. And they're saying Zelensky's pitch comes as Ukraine launches a large counterattack against Russian forces uh, deep into territory seized by Russia, which is a joke uh, because the if you look at the interviews of the Russian uh, Ukrainian soldiers, uh, the Russians are just uh, grinding them down, wiping them out, hitting them with drones before they can ever get to their objectives. And again, I support the brave uh, and family-oriented uh, and religious folks of Ukraine, just as I support uh, the brave, family-oriented, faith-filled folks of America and Central and South America, uh, but they have a corrupt government. Ukraine is a bio lab for the United States. The United States is a bio lab for the global cabal. Um, and so, uh, I saw a Clay Martin post the other day. Somebody was asking him, "Hey, you're gonna." Will you have your sons join the military? And he said, um, you know, every one of my ancestors have fought in every war in America up till now. But no, I'm not going to have my my sons uh, fight uh, for this corrupt corporate cartel regime. And I agree, too. I used to tell people to join the military. I placed a lot of people uh, in the military, in federal law enforcement in local law enforcement in intelligence and uh, no longer. Uh, because it is too corrupt, they don't care uh, at all. It's this uh, environmental social governance uh, Trojan horse uh, for left-wing totalitarianism uh, and what the left could not achieve through levers of government power is now going to accomplish uh, through public-private entrepreneurship, uh, and that is through big tech and big pharma and combining biodigital weaponry sponsored by china of course but that is um uh, collapsing and uh, uh as monica said this is through uh, blackrock bank of america and uh brian monahan explained his plans to enforce this um environmental social governance uh saying that two hundred thousand people a three trillion dollar balance sheet 60 billion expenses you start aiming that gun you take that across all these companies, it is uh, huge. Uh, and uh, at BlackRock, we are forcing behavior. Tell me about that. I'll try and get on my feet here. you Got a lot of moving pieces uh, today uh, as well. But the old left right paradigm of business is a complete farce uh, in the age of neoliberal triumphalism. BlackRock lives lives in the nexus of nationalist corporations, governments, and quasi-governmental bodies. BlackRock's leadership uh, enjoys a cozy relationship with the Biden administration, as it did with the now dormant House of Clinton, possibly even the CIA, and of course, the World Economic uh, Forum. Uh, and so they are controlling all of this. This is all about uh, uh, cartel, cartelism, corporatism. Uh, and it could be inferred that BlackRock's role in the cartel is to financially leverage compliance with the voluntary standards set out by non-governmental bodies like the World Economic uh, Forum. Uh, and the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission policies, compliance and spins the revolving door of Fortune 100 executives, non-governmental technocrats and public. Uh, uh, public administrators, and they have been handsomely rewarded um, for leadership of the cartel. The U.S. Federal Reserve Bank made an unprecedented arrangement with BlackRock last year, allowing the firm to purchase securities on behalf of the Fed, which in turn invested in BlackRock funds, its first-ever purchase, uh, purchase of EFT, ETFs or corporate bonds. And the Fed itself is perhaps the paragon of government corporate opacity. Despite its statutory privilege to print dollars and purchase the sovereign debt of the American taxpayer, its ownership is a conglomeration of regional banks owned by unspecified private entities. And, of course, this goes uh, back to uh, uh, Adams trying to get rid of this. Uh, And um, uh, I can't think of um, the president that did get rid of it, which is why Trump uh, likes him, Uh, Jackson, Andrew Jackson. Uh, He was terrible for the Indian tribes, uh, but good at getting rid of the uh, bank. Uh, but corporate government power is now being turned against the credulous right. Its victims are the very conservatives and libertarians who have de- developed a neurological inhibitory structure that presents them from criticizing mega corporations as a class. Um, so that is how they are doing this now. Uh, very completely, very subtly, and very important to understand that. But uh, Lots of pushback uh, going on. uh, Lots of accomplishments uh, in that regard. You know, Monica is leading the way with um, the global walkout. Uh, But in uh, India, uh, uh, and again, I I say that India is a great ally uh, of the people for freedom, uh, the great resistance against the reset and uh, Bill Gates and Adar Poonawalla's game is over this again is posted upon my patreon.com/jeffrey prather and on jeffreyprather.locals.com the bombay high court took cognizance and issued a notice in a vaccine murder case of dr Snellel gunawat uh, where interim comp- compensation of uh, 126 million is sought and the advocate for bill gates appeared before the high court and accepted the notice from the high court. So this is part of that global elite that is not part of the government, but this is a puppet master behind the screen, um, behind the screens. uh, And, you know, whoever his wife is, uh, you know, it doesn't look like, well, they divorced, but it was, looks like Kevin Klein replaced her. Um, The central government has given the inquiry report certificate that the death of Dr. lot was due to side effects of COVID shield vaccine. And the petition uh, also prays for action against social media like Facebook, YouTube, Google, and mainstream media, who are running false narratives and conspiracy theories that vaccines are safe and are suppressing the news information regarding side effects, inefficacy, or failure of vaccines. Can't get in the American court to sold off Fauci and the uh, CDC and the um, FDA NIH all sold out, uh, but Indian court not so. Notice is also issued to Dr. V.G. Salmani, Drug Controller General of India, and Dr. Radeep Guleria, the former director of uh, AIIMS, who were rerunning the false narratives that the vaccines are completely safe. Supreme Court also issued notice to central government vaccine deaths of two children from Hyderabad and Tamil Nadu. And this goes way back uh, in. India and Africa with uh, Bill Gates killing uh, kids. Kerala High Court also asked central government to file reply affidavit and vaccine death of Nova Sabu and others. Central government has informed the high court that they are formulating guidelines for giving compensation to victims of vaccine side effects and resultant deaths. So we're resupplying the resistance uh, from the bad guys. That's what guerrilla forces do, although I'm not advocating anything illegal, moral, unethical, or violent although the left does continually, blatantly, and openly. Uh, the division bench of Bombay High Court um, uh, took cognizance of a um, eight twenty six twenty two 22 appeal petitioned by Sh- Shiri Dilip-Lunawat, who is the father of deceased Dr. Sanal-Lunawat, who passed away due to side effects of the COVID shield vaccine. Uh, and the petitioner prays, that the petitioner's daughter was given vaccine under deception and false narratives by state authorities. That the vaccines are safe. Um, and when she suffered serious side effects, there was no treatable treatment available. Remember, they were keeping ivermectin uh, away and hydrochloroquine. Um, therefore state respo- authorities are responsible for causing her death by spreading false narratives. And therefore they are bound to compensate the petitioner in view of law laid by honorable Supreme court, honorable high courts and more particularly in the case of registrar general high court of uh, mega law versus state of mega law 2021 uh and uh hold the respondent state authorities are ha- are having callous criminal attitude as they have not changed their frequently asked questions and are continuing their false narratives so this is really exceptional and the this is really what i'm calling uh, uh, Nuremberg, India, because the uh, the Nuremberg 2.0 is not real. It's moot court, mock trial. But this is real court. And this is very significant. And of course, the globalists always like to refer to the UN, the United Nations. Of course, right now they're ignoring uh, Russia. And they're, when the, when the uh, Russians are presenting evidence of the DOD's uh, 46 biolabs and the uh, DOD uh, biological Threat Reduction Agency, which is exactly doing the opposite of that. Uh, but they can't ignore this at all. But the, the problem is the quest, the important thing here is they are turning the claymore around just uh, like Monica's doing, uh, like I'm I'm doing. Uh, and in India, they are doing that. Uh, and so they are. And they say that the value life of an Indian citizen is not less than any other person across of America or any other country. Um, uh, and entitled to compensation in proportion to the compensation granted in other similar cases in the United States Singapore uh, as well. And uh, they direct state authorities to take proper steps to further um, stop further deaths of citizens and publish the side effects of vaccines following the rules of universal De- declaration on bioethics and human rights uh, as per laid down in Master Haradhan Kumar versus UOI 2019. So again, uh, the international uh, authority, uh, courts uh, are getting um, uh, law fared here. And... Uh, when the uh, matter came up for a hearing, the council for petitioner pointed out to the court, the developments after filing this petition that the central government has admitted for providing compensation, just talked about compensation in the UK. Uh, and now this is in India. And again, this is how we are going to uh, resupply ourselves uh, from the enemy. If you watch the Mag seven, I'm always saying it's not first blood, it's Mag seven. It's not one lone guy doing everything. Chuck Norris, Lester Sloan, it's MAG-7. It's a, it's a core team. Uh, then building the auxiliary. Think about uh, Yul Brenner, Charles Bronson training uh, the uh, Yaki Indian farmers there against the uh, bandits. There's a great scene in there where after they run them off the first time, there's just a real brief scene because you don't see subtlety in new movies, but they stand up and they kind of straighten up because they just ran off the bandits. Um And then one of the actors says, one of the Mexican Indian farmers says, that's a feeling uh, worth dying for. Uh, And that was very much uh, said uh, by Monica so well today. Um, So uh, to finish, that um, India is really doing uh, great here and moving forward. uh, and that will not be the last of that. There will be uh, more of that uh, coming. Uh, <clears throat> they also point out, and this is, I was referencing this uh, when I was uh, talking to Monica uh, there, uh, describing how uh, this is happening across the world. Um, and they wanna formulate a proper guideline for compensating these people. And so that guideline will end up becoming uh, something that other countries will look at uh, as well. Uh, And they are asking the National Disaster Management Authority to get uh, involved, the court said in its order. um, The first petition for vaccine murder was filed before Bombay High Court for claiming compensation of the uh, well, not not 126 million, 12.6 million for the death of her son Kiran Yadav, her son Hitesh Gadave. Uh, she had sought criminal prosecution of Bill Gates and others. This case was widely dis- discussed across the globe. Um, and then they summarized the worldwide cases. Um, and the source was biotech express. Uh, magazine. Compensation uh, suits are not only restricted to India and in Taiwan. A panel of experts appointed by the Ministry of Health and Welfare agreed that the government should pay $6 million. Uh, so this is why they're go- one of the reasons why they're going after uh, Taiwan. Uh, this was for, from the AstraZeneca poison, not jab vaccine. The panel determined that uh, the lady's death was linked to the vaccine. The Australian government, I already talked about that with Monica, uh, 10,000 people have signed up on their version of theirs in the UK, uh, up to 920 compensation applications have been filed. Uh, Singapore, in a recent case of vaccine injury, the government of Singapore granted a compensation um, to the victim as vaccine had caused increased heartbeats. Uh, Thailand, uh, the government till now gave 1.7 million uh, baht uh, as compensation. And that were, that was 3,670 people were compensated for the death for death due to COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, and uh, in the United States, case of side effects of vaccines, the United States government set up the national vaccine injury compensation program. Uh, and the court granted a settlement of 101 million US dollars. And again, you can find all this uh, for your lawfare research at uh, patreon.com slash Payther uh, or uh, jeffreyprather.locals.com or you can go straight to um, indiabarassociation.in uh, slash Bill Gates Adar game over. Uh, and GlaxoSmithKline to plead guilty and pay $3 billion to resolve fraud allegations and failure to report safety uh, data. That's at uh, Justicia. And the, uh, that's the largest health care fraud settlement in history. The United States alleges the GSK stated that Avandia had a positive cholesterol profile despite having no well control studies to report that. Uh, and uh, much, much more in that uh, regard. So uh, thus, there's, there's a lot of good news out there. And I will be talking even more uh, about that on the next uh, cast, but I'm really glad, really want to, wanted to acknowledge um, Monica and her efforts and uh, shout out also to Jeff Bain, uh, CEO of uh, CloudHub for alerting me to Monica. So remember a secret told isn't no communications are secure. All security is breachable. All codes are hackable. Concealment is not cover. All cover is temporary. All codes are breakable. Use a one-time pad at one time. There's one in the jeffreyprather.com slash shop. Looking is not seeing. Hearing is not listening. Moving is not action. Knowledge is not wisdom. Perseverance beats trust. Power is not force. Power comes from God. Hope is not a plan. Plans are useless. Planning is invaluable. Develop the situation. Training is essential. The most committed wins. Freedom is never given. It is earned, fought for, won, and taken. So take it.